Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hanging Out with Howie. And tonight, we have a unique topic that's been covered earlier this evening. My wingman, good friend, creative uh, genius partner, Brian S. Fred, did a video earlier on this very same topic <laughs> and its longevity in the business. How long will you keep going as a DJ? So let me first introduce everybody. I, I did introduce BSR over there already. And from Cyprus, we have DJ Alex G in the house with us. Thank you for getting up so early, Alex. And of course, my road dog and traveling wingman, John C. from Boston. Hey. Hello, John. Hello. And the soothsayer of all things legal music from Maryland. Mr. Bill Marsh. Howdy, howdy. And of course, we cannot forget my partner in crime and shenanigans, as the kids say, Mr. Jay Brannon. Check an email. <laughs> okay, I want to so see Keanu Wines tomorrow night, by the way, in your beard. Yeah. yeah I want to see Grecian formula. And the yeah. Keanu lines right here. I need the lines right here. The right movie's here. out, dude. The movie's know, gotta out. Gotta you got to look the part. You got to look the part, I gotta, dude. I got to ditch a little bit of the gray. You know what? By the way, for what it's worth, we're the same age. Yeah, I figured you Pretty were. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, we're actually and, both 57. And we you are. can bet your bottom dollar that he has Grecian formula, too. Oh, <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> we're the same age. I, I know what he's up against. Let's yeah. put it that way. I want to see Keanu lines tomorrow night. I asked for it. I I want it. I gotta figure. I gotta go to the shop. On, on the subject of longevity, should we also point out that the guy in Cyprus living on the beach is the one that's the youngest in the room? <laughs> is he yeah, really? That's true. Yeah. Alex wow. How do you like that? All right, Brian. Um, yes. You did a video on it, uh, a live video. Why don't you start us off with this? Uh, you know, I mean. It's probably rude to answer a question with a question, but I was just curious, what inspired you to do this topic tonight? I, I, just, I just don't know. Out of was, your... uh, honestly, I get these things uh, that just come to me. And, they're called text uh, messages. No, and, and uh, Lori had the day off because she had to go to the dentist, and she goes, what's the show about tonight? And I was like, Mm, I think we're going to call it longevity in the in the DJ business. And she goes, oh, OK. So she wrote up the little thing. And then I see, oh, wait a minute. Brian's doing a video on longevity in the DJ business. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Get out of my brain, dude. Well, I've been triggered. I mean, just lately, you know, a lot of things have triggered me to talk about this kind of stuff, but. You know, every once in a while, you'll see the the mobile DJ group post. Somebody is going to ask, when is the time to call it quits? When is how old is too old? You always see this. And right. it's the same answers every time. I didn't reply to the damn thing. But I was thinking about Jay, not not his age, not his age. <laughs> look at the so understand that. No, what, what I was thinking about was something that we talked about i don't know if it was recorded or what but he was talking about learning some scratch techniques with turntables <clears throat> yeah last week and, and, last and i week. got the, yeah I, I i got to thinking about 
Wow, that's that's kind of an odd thing for Jay to want to do because he's not that kind of DJ. Right. And, right. and then it got me thinking about how Jay, and it's totally cool, but because Jay came into DJing in the 90s after the record thing, he doesn't have the perspective that some of us other guys have who were DJing with records and that these controllers, I know we say it, but I don't know that it really sinks in. All they're doing is emulating everything we always did on vinyl anyway. That's right. all. And and in Jay's defense, he can't help it that he's only 29. So I'm just saying. He's a youngin. Youngin. He's, he's a, a youngin. youngin. Yeah. Well, it's, so I see this in yeah. a lot of professions, as I'm sure you do. People are, you know, a job. And as their mm-hmm. career continues, they're suddenly taking a class and you go, oh, what are you doing? Well, I'm a full-time plumber, but I'm taking a class in, in you know, wiring. Oh, really? Why? Well, you know, a lot of vanities I work on are right below the lights. And a lot of customers mm-hmm. ask if I can take a look. I don't want to become an electrician, but I think it would be good to understand more of what's going sure. on in the whole picture. No, no, absolutely. That's my you perspective. Know, absolutely. I, yeah. I do not disagree with you. And back in the old days, we did the exact same thing with records. But mm-hmm. I think that we kind of knew our lane and we stayed in it. Right. So we, we understood what a baby scratch was and how to perform it. But it really wasn't what we did as DJs, so we didn't use it as a performance piece. Mm-hmm. The people in my circles, I I knew some guys who did some crazy cuts and stuff, and it was you know things that took. I'm not going to say they were hard to do. And Howie and I were talking about this. These were not mm-hmm. hard things to do with records. Mm-hmm. Spend some time and work out the technique, and you can do it. It's not. Mm-hmm. This voodoo that some turntables make it sound like it is—it's totally not. It's mm-hmm. not that hard. It, if you if you are a musician like Jay is, you can totally do this. It's just a matter of coordination. Um, on a controller, it's a matter of pushing buttons. So <laughs> no, it is. It, 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 it doesn't make it bad though, and I'm not hating on it. No, all I'm not. saying but is that's where that, programming is so essential, and where the yeah, excitement right. and the thrill of finding. You know, a couple of tracks like the other night, John was talking about, you know, midnight on New Year's Eve. John's go to is Khaled with, you know, all I do is win and it's hands up and then looping in up with Cardi B. And I'm like, I don't have that in my wheelhouse. I do now. Right. And everything we do as a DJ, it's not, you know, as a guitar player, you steal bits and pieces. You go, oh, my God, I love that lick. And you Mm -hmm. learn it and you go, oh, that's one, four, five. And it's in a blues sequence. And. You know, you take bits and pieces and that becomes your style. As a DJ, it's very difficult to have a style. It's very easy to have a format. Like if you're a great house DJ, that's not that's a that's a format. You're a house DJ. You could play hip hop. You know how to beat match. You could look at these two tracks and put them together. But it's, you know, Mm -hmm. a jazz guitar impresario, Wes Montgomery. That's that's his own thing. You have to strive and work. Right. DJing. what I don't mean to do is marginalize, you know, scratching and things like that. It takes right. a lot of practice and skill right. and talent to do that. But as club DJs, although we kind of knew what the basics were, we didn't develop those skills any further because it just wasn't what we were doing. That's all I was trying to say. So with a controller, I guess you could, you know, dive deeper into that. But as a turntablist, I, I don't know. It's a lane thing. And it's just interesting that the perspective is 
I mean, that's my opinion. That, that doesn't mean much, but that's how I feel about it. Why mm-hmm. not stay in the lane you you drive in anyway and, and and learn that technique? So that was the first thing I was thinking about is, is the perspective on that. But the other thing I was thinking about was New Year's Eve block and I stayed in. And for those of you who know, Jay's been here. I live yeah. on a party block. I mean, you can look out okay. my window and see three bars. Open the door and turn your head, you see three more. Or what we like to call heaven. Mm. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> if you know what, if you like to party, it is definitely heaven. And there were shuttle buses bringing people from bar to bar. They always do that on New Year's Eve or during yeah, they festivals. Do they do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. On a on a and Jay's been here on a Tuesday. It's difficult yeah. to find parking on my street because of yeah, these parts. Yeah, you could get now, parking. If I if I may, something just occurred to me, and I need to make an apology and an acknowledgement at the same time. I get so many messages. Actually, the person that came up with the idea for the show was John C. He had messaged me the idea. January 1st. Yeah. And he said, we should do a show on this. And Lori always um, does my copy. So she goes, hey, what do you got for the show? And I'm like, "Um, um, oh, this, you know, and I was like, oh, that was that was actually John's idea. That's okay. It's a good idea. So it's stuck in your head. So. Yeah. Good yeah. is good. So, so now that you've been acknowledged, thank you, sir. Um, are you going to retire now? Uh, no, because I'm at the age that Betty White was when she took the Mary Tyler Moore gig. I still have a lot more good years. Me and Brian are almost oh. the same age. And she was 59, uh, 52 and 73 when she landed that. And she'd already been on, you know, a star yeah. entertainer for 20 years. And she went on to have three more illustrious careers and lived to 99. So I was thinking, how long can we go? Yeah. You know, and DJ. that was that was the point where she was very that part for her. She was the Randy one on the show. So I'm just saying so in longevity of DJs, Howie, you're Wolfman Jack and Casey Kasem, because you've been around <laughs> a little longer than us. And, you know, we're a little older than the uh, the mid-level guys that came along the Carson Daly and uh in that crew so you know i think as an entertainer it's not as much on you but as um as a dj it's it's a lot more mental and you know learning keeping up with the trends learning the music you can always have someone lug the gear but but on the show you still got to have it going on up here i think that's our only limitation aside from vision and hearing that we can stay in the game as long as we want these days yeah yeah i agree I, I think Alex. a lot of it is passion. Oh, I'm too. sorry. Go ahead, Bill. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just throwing in passion as an important word. Well, there you go. See, yeah. he's he's Betty White's age when she had that passion part in Mary Tyler Moore. So I get you. I'm feeling you. You still have the passion, do you, Bill? Yeah, of course. I, I would say uh, clearly we all do because yeah. at some point, you, you you can't just be doing this because you like music. You can't just be doing this because you're a gearhead. At some point, you mm-hmm. you get burnt out on everything else, and it, mm-hmm. be, it the last thing is passion. If your passion for DJing school dances or DJing bars or DJing bar bat mitzvahs or you know DJing weddings on the beach in Cyprus, you know we all have that passion. 
one of these days we all might even be there DJing weddings on the beach in Cyprus. But for now, <laughs> some of us are in Maryland and Milwaukee and <laughs> well, oh, then there's guys of, that are on the beach Cyprus. In What's your thoughts there? Youngster there from Cyprus. <laughs> well, I think, you know, longevity uh, within the business is similar to any other longevity. For example, you know, if you want to extend your youthful looks, you know, there's surgery. You know, if you're in the business and maybe you've got to, um, you're getting to that point where you can't lift the speakers, you know, and you want to extend your career and it's a physical aspect, you can hire help. You know? mm-hmm. um, so, you know, there's many aspects that you can extend your life within the business. It shouldn't just stop because of one thing. Mm. You know, that's a really good point, because I was thinking about what happened with Brian and I where you know we're still active but things we grew such a reputation that he went to orlando like a rock star and he just came in with his you know laptop or whatever and they had the stuff set up for him you know and then i went to lake placid they had everything set up all i had to do was bring in my backpack and set my stuff up i'm just thinking you know, maybe there's a point where this is a good thing to have that experience behind us that we get hired for our brains because we have that skill. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Sorry, I was... Go ahead, Brian. No, I was just going to wrap what I was saying before, how he cut my ass off. So, oh, oh, I just wanted to do it. So, no, I was just saying the block is normally very busy, but the block was empty. People weren't staying at bars. They were coming and going. And it got me thinking about New Year's past where, you know, I've played at places. And, and the key is, I mean, geez, it's New Year's. It's not like you have to attract people to your bar. They're bar hopping. All you have to right. do is keep them at your bar. Mm-hmm. And as a DJ, I'm thinking to myself, God, that should be so simple. I mean, you just mix it up and you make it interesting and you don't necessarily let the audience program the show. You program the show and mm-hmm. they stick around because there's a vibe going on. And mm-hmm. because, you know, I was born, like I, I said in the video, I was born in 71. And I had to learn about like, I don't know what, 16 years of rock and roll that happened before I was born. That was a responsibility I had, right? Now, a DJ who's 21 today might have been born in the year 2000, you know, and or 1999 or whatever. They've got to think about 45 years worth of rock and roll they missed. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of responsibility for them to not only know the music, but to be, uh, I want to say fluent in it, but to, to, you know, know it well enough to be able to pull weirdo tracks out of your hat and mix them in with new songs and things to keep the party going. Uh, so older DJs have that advantage where we can do that. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. we're younger DJs, it's not their fault. They they just don't have the time in, and it's they have to work harder. They they do, yeah. and and they have to be really uh, interested in going back. And, and finding interesting things to throw into the mix. Mm-hmm. 
But this is uh, this is what I was saying uh, the other day. We were in the chill room. Jay was here. John was here, and you know we were all going through and selecting songs and stuff like that. And there's loads of tunes that were big at the time, you know, but never made it in the the Hall of Fame or the best of yeah. and things like that. Right. Uh, we're saying like you know if you're at a bar and you're playing these kind of tracks, you know, and it's like, well, this was great in 1990 or 1994. Somebody that was out clubbing or in the bars, etc., at that time would know it. You know, and as a DJ, when you have that information and you have that knowledge, you get into a psyche to that uh, to that group, that age group, mm-hmm. you know, rather than just mm-hmm. like you know, oh, you know what? Uh, they're this age, right? Let's just go to the latest Now album or the best right. of rock, the best of hip hop, <laughs> etc., kind of thing. And then you're just playing the same, you know, the same, you know, roll in, roll out music, run of the run of the mill music. But when you have that information, you have that knowledge, you can get in there and people go, oh my god. How did the DJ play this track? I haven't heard this track for like 30 years, you know, because <laughs> there it, is it, that it made it on the hits, but it was yeah. that well, major hit at the that, time. One hit one, though. Yeah, that's that's one way to look at it. And that is yeah. true. And it happens. I think the other way to look at it, and it's the part that I have the most fun with is when I'm breaking old tracks to new audiences where yeah. these kids have never heard this. But you yeah. can think back. What was the reaction? when you broke this track the first time in the eighties or the nineties or whatever, it, some songs are just so good. You hear me like, Oh my God, this is it. I just spent an hour watching millennials react to Jamiroquai's virtual insanity and their minds exploded. Yeah. They're like, it's a great Oh track. my God, this guy can sing. This track is jazzy. It's funky. It's hip hop. It's everything. I mean, when that broke, you know, yeah. and, and if you can yeah. think about, you know, mixing in some just, cool tracks from the past that your audience may dig, even if they don't know it into your new sets. I think that's cool too. I did that with, I did that with, because there, I think there still is that period where it's around 90 BPM, you know, they're just like going to just groove a little bit. And, and I threw in uh, by T-Rex Mambo Sun, which is 90 BPM. And I had them come up and go, Whoa, that was awesome. Who did that? Oh, that was T Rex, and they did that in 1967. They went, no way, no way. Oh no, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, but it fit, and it mixed. It did mix well with what I was playing. Earworm is an earworm. You know, it really is. Yeah. And as an older DJ, and I am an older DJ, I understand that. I'm self-aware. I know sometimes. Sometimes I know when I can grab just something goofy and throw it out there. It just feels mm-hmm. right. I don't know why it does, but it does. A lot of the newer music is homogenized and it all kind of starts to sound the same after a while. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just like, there's not a lot out there. That's like, wow, I've never heard anything like that before. No, you've heard it all before. You've been hearing the same hip hop song for 30 years. It hasn't changed much. I mean, the style hasn't changed much. It's not like, rap has evolved into something else it just has always been rap and mm-hmm. beats have been beats and loops have been loops it's you know not progressive so if you can think of a wacky cool progressive track that you can throw in to the new sets even for a, a young audience you're kinda you're, like, you're one up like on the kids AM style you know like whoa boom here's something out of left field yeah yeah he was a yeah. master at that i've, oh, I've yeah. got to address I've, I've heard so many awesome comments tonight and the things that are kind of flooding my mind, one of them is the biggest tour this year is the Stones. And they're all True. over 70 now. 
Yeah. Yeah. So they don't set up their own gear. Mm-hmm. They don't love staging. They haven't for a long time. They haven't for a very long time. (laughs) Not in my lifetime. (laughs) No. And and there is a there's definitely a group of people because this is a new concept. And the new concept is, and I've had this talk about my favorite group, Aerosmith. I'll never see Aerosmith in Vegas when they go back to their residency, because I'm a true fan. And as a true fan, I'm insulted that they want $280 for the worst seat in the house. And the people spending fifteen hundred on the front row. They want to hear crying, don't want to miss a thing, love in oh, an yeah. elevator, dude looks like a... They don't even know there's, there's you know, anything before that. Sure. And that's a new concept. I think a lot of people that mm-hmm. go see the Stones, there's a group of, man, if I don't see them now, they're going to die. I better go see them. <laughs> until there's, until 20 years from now when they do it again. Right. But I've heard of them. I should go see them. You know, there's all these different things. But in the world of longevity, and I think you guys understand my work with Pioneer DJ... I've been very, mm-hmm. you know, honored and fortunate to have seen uh, thousands of DJs play in the last 18 years that I've been with them, especially mm-hmm. when I would do Miami. I mean, you're talking 15 oh, yeah. to 20 DJs a day right. for up to 17 days, once a year, plus EDC, once a year, plus, plus, plus. And I can tell you, to this day, the two standout DJs that I've seen that absolutely have blown my mind 100% of the time were Eric Prids, who I think is probably in his late 40s, and by far the best DJ I've ever seen come on a stage anywhere, or the, the mm-hmm. Tide. Danny Tsneglia, who's got to be 60, and if you want to see how a real DJ does a set, look up anything by Fatboy Slim. Oh, yeah. Norman is amazing. Right. And Norman is older, but Norman has the same attitude that I hear from all of you. Norman doesn't view his position as that of age. He views right. it as of he is the arbiter of music. He's the guy that mm-hmm. when I saw him in Miami on a hot night with a full crowd in the middle of his set, he just like went and played Celia Cruz, Carnival of Life, not a remake. <laughs> not a redo the actual track right right and the place erupted and he i looked at it and the people with me were like oh my god what's going on i go he's djing yeah right <laughs> i go he has a latin crowd he's in, in miami, miami for racing of course he's playing Salia and he's Cruz. playing the biggest salsa ever that's what he's doing exactly what i would do i would play carnival of life they're like seriously i'm like why wouldn't you this is the exact crowd when you would play it and I yeah. think that that's yeah. the, the longevity of our industry isn't based on age as much as it is, as Bill said, on passion. Carnival of life. But also based on, and right. I've always used this, and I don't know what group I took it from. I took K.K. Downing from Judas Priest once said when I was probably in the ninth or 10th grade, you're only as good as your last gig. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and he took it from someone else. But I firmly believe mm-hmm. as a DJ I'm only as good as my last event. And that's why every event has to be great. But also, the day you stop being nervous about the event is the day you don't care enough to do the event. Yeah, I'm nervous and anxious every wedding, every bar mitzvah, every corporate party, every 30-person backyard party, because it matters. I respect what I do. And I can't ask for respect if I don't give it. And that's to the music, to those that went before me, I mean, I look at young kids at 21. Yes, they have an uphill battle with learning music, 
But like everything else, the technology has changed so dramatically. Every sport you can name. Guys used to play football with a, a leather helmet. They made 50 bucks a game. They had off-season jobs and they loved it. And they'd break a leg and still play. Well, now you're, you're, I, I never owned a bicycle helmet. Does that count? No, but that's the thing, Brian. There's a great quote by, um, oh, I can't remember the author's name. And the quote in the book, it's about baseball. And the best quote in the book is, baseball, it used to be men of, men of steel with sticks of wood, and now it's men of wood with sticks of steel. And the point of it is the technology has made it so much easier. There's, there's steroids, there's training, there's you know physical therapy. People used to do it for the love. Mm -hmm. Now they do it for the money. If you're in this game like you and I and Howie and John and Bill and Alex, if you're in this for the love, you'll do it as long as you want to do it. If you're in it mm -hmm. for the money, you'll do it as long as it's convenient. I watched a DJ right. I won't name who's under 30 who said, when I started a few years ago, I was $1,000 a wedding. Now with sparklers and fog and dancing on a cloud, I'm up to five grand a wedding. That's not a DJ. That's the guy that plays music at events. And he does it pretty yeah, he's, well. He's, he's an event guy. Right. That's fine. He's not going to DJ into his forties no. and fifties. No. He's going to sidetrack and start crate hackers and do this. And do that. I mean, I'm not going to out anybody, but I could name the top 10 most famous mobile DJs in the country. And I can tell you, I would put my money on any one of us in a battle, get on stage, open format, pick the next song over any of them because they're mm -hmm. not passionate. But, but, you know, I, I've never love. seen it. I've never personally, or I don't personally see it as a competition. And I know, but think it's comp Brian, right. competition in that you can always taste the love in food. And oh, I well, yeah. I mean, the I, love I, in I music. can't, I, I, I really can't. do. Yeah, I, I don't want to hate on anybody. I, no, I, I'm not hating on right. you, Brian. What I'm saying is the difference of longevity comes down to which DJ are you? Are you in this for the love of it? Because you'll go forever. Or are you in this for the money? At yeah, but that's ageless. I mean, it becomes, no, but it becomes a man. I can do something different. I'm going to buy, I'm going to do this. I'm going to side hustle. I'm going to, I do this. I love weddings. I can't wait yeah. for my next wedding. I love DJing weddings. I love DJing in general. I've got two mm -hmm. things next week. I love it. I'll be on Twitch again a couple times this week. Twitch, as you said earlier about sidetracks, Twitch to me, no matter what money I make off it, and my agent, Izzy Itzkowitz, as you guys know from Dewey, Cheatham and Howe, has mm -hmm. secured a deal. There's, I mean, I'll, I'll be up front. Twitch, I make about $30,000 an hour. Okay. And the lights went out. What happened? Izzy. That, that's, that, that's the sign. It's kind of like the flashing red light at the comedy it's, store. Yeah. Wrap it up. <laughs> Real quick, here's, here's the thing. Are you controlling this, Howie? Is this part of the light yes, show you did? I am. Secret. I am. But here's Secret what code. I love about Twitch, Brian. You can go on and express yourself, and you don't have an audience in front of you that you're trying to get to pivot, but you can see it in a comment. I mean, I've got an audience of five or six people, but they afford me that time to go, mm -hmm. man, I'm going to play this Shotgun Messiah, Heartbreak Boulevard, or I'm going to play this, or I'm going to drop this weird Pantera track, and somebody's excited. All mm -hmm. it takes is one good comment for me yeah. to go, this was worth my two or three hours of my time. I think it's wonderful yeah. that you're passionate about it. I, I love I it. I love, I love being a DJ. I'm proud of it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm in music. The yeah. one thing that I've loved outside of my family 
as far back as I can ever remember. Le music yeah. has never let me down. I think we're never all has. pretty much in agreement with that. I, yeah, I, well, I'm still taking inspiration from the Beatles, Howie, where you know, and, and that's just where my brain is because yeah, yeah. after watching that thing, where yeah. and Paul's they were, still playing, nobody was and hating Ringo's on anybody. Still playing, yeah, and, and they were positive about everybody. They were checking out the the new people who were doing music. They were talking about mm -hmm. what they liked. Mm -hmm. They weren't even hating on their critics. Right. They were cool with everybody. Mm -hmm. And I, it's a life lesson for me. You know, I just want to be cool with everybody. And I don't want to try to, oh, well, you know, these kids compared to us or they have it. No, none of that. No, it, it's it's just different. No, no, no. And oh, I, I hope and, I didn't come I don't off think, that way. No, no. I don't I think that, I didn't think I don't that think, just meant the technologies changed them. Yeah. You had to go I don't think day. anybody in here means to, you know, put, an, you know, anybody down, whether it be a young person or someone just in it for the money. Hey, look, if you're in it for the money, then when you get it, you're going to leave. And if you have the passion as a young person, you'll develop that. You will work hard to get that knowledge i mean it's out there it's certainly out there i mean my gosh you can go to dj intelligence what are the top picks for whatever decade and then they can then they can go down that rabbit hole you know of spotify that recommends the next if you like this you know or even youtube does it and then they you know come up with all kinds of stuff i mean I mean, where do you think the TikTok stuff is coming from? That's all like 70s and 80s songs. And these kids are like, whoa, look at me doing this silly thing to it. Um, you know, yeah. it's possible. And it's possible to, like you said, we can embrace everybody. I mean, I mean, that's what we're here for, to help out. I mean, this whole thing is to help newcomers. Do you know what you I know, dig the most about this, though? I mean, really, if I think about my job and what I do, I mean, yeah, I love music. We, yeah, that's a thing. I, yeah, I don't like got to justify that or explain it to anyone. But what I really love about what we do is simply growth. Like we're always growing and yes. learning new things. And I yeah. love that about this game. Yeah. yeah. It's like when so a kid comes up, the bar mitzvah I just did, and a kid comes up and he's like, oh, do you have this track by Drake? And it's like, yeah, that's dope. I'll, I know, I know just when I'm going to drop that because it's 130 mm -hmm. BPM. It samples this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I got it in my head. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of like, whoa. Because they're 13 to 15-year-old kids, they're, they, I mean nothing. And I get that. I'm, I'm just a jukebox. And I'm good with I, that. I'm fine. I think, I think that what I've learned this year the most from you guys is terminology. You know, it wasn't until 2005 that yacht rock was coined by a writer from rolling stone back then it was called soft rock and they even had their own station golf drugs different and now it is no, it is yeah jay and john are coming on and they're on twitch and say i'm gonna do a dark wave set and i'm like i know these songs when did it become dark wave <laughs> <laughs> but see what that's hell and you had a category so you can shop for it know what that was I see a YouTube video and it says dark wave and it's this guy and girl and it's all red and dark and gothy. I'm like, this looks like something I would enjoy. I hit play. I spent two hours and afterwards I went to iTunes and spent about 40 bucks, got all these mm -hmm. tracks. And I'm like, I could totally pull this. Out. And the other night, John C was there. You did though. But then you, you included nine inch nails. And I'm thinking, I, I, I never really 
I mean, I didn't know what the term meant, but it right. fit. It but fit it your fit. set. Yeah. And my life with Thrill Kill and I did the wax track right. stuff. And I'll, one of the best compliments I got in the year was on my um, breast cancer set where Brian Red was there and it was late for me. So it had to be very late for him. And he's like, man, this is such a great set. I really mm -hmm. usually you can hear them just mail it in and play the expected song. But this is great. Like, I, I mean, I right. love Brian to death. And I don't search compliments from him because he doesn't give them willy-nilly. And when right. Brian gives you a compliment, that's a plaque you should put on the wall behind you because it's legit. I need to give and more compliments. Like, that's terrible. Am I that bad? It was the middle no, of the night. Bad, <laughs> you're that honest. You he never it. says anything nice to anybody, so he does. Take a note. <laughs> no, you compliment people, but when you make a real DJ compliment, knowing how great you are, that to me is like, holy shit, this is a yeah. big guy that just said that. That I'm really hit me. just like morning. I was like, whoa. I was really flattered by that. You know, seriously, I'm just yeah. being honest. I think I told you then, but if I didn't, I'm in, you know, no, I, I, I vaguely that. remember, but yeah, I mean, yeah. see, see what I mean? You wrote it off, you son of a. Gee, this is exactly my point. No, just... You don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I'm heartless. This guy. All right. Uh, anybody have any plans to retire anytime soon here? No. Can't afford it. Uh, yeah, right. No. That too. Well, we got Howie, that. Howie, Howie, you we want the closer? Huh? Howie, you want the closing? Here's the closing. Sure. If you have a job, someday you're going to retire from it. Mm. And then you won't do that job anymore. We're DJs. You don't actually ever retire from who you are. You just stop right. doing it. So someday I won't DJ anymore. But when people say, oh, what do you do? I'm a DJ. I'm just not gigging right now. It's like being yeah. a nurse or a Marine. You are always a nurse always or a, a Marine. Marine. You're but always right. a DJ to me. Right. And I don't want so, and please, no like disrespect there, making that comparison. No, Brian makes a good point. If there was ever a car accident, we could be right there to play the soundtrack of their life or death. As <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, how, it sounds Whereas, like you know about yeah, well, the nurse would be there to men. render aid, but we'd yeah. be there to render the soundtrack. That'd be great. Hey, everybody. <laughs> DJ Howie Darkstar doing a necro set. Keep on breathing and breathing and breathing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like to tie into Brian's point about, about the, uh, the learning and the growth, it, it's evolving too. As, like So much has changed from when we started to where mm -hmm. we're at. You know, we started off, we were all, you know, we were Keanu Reeves, but we were the Bill and Ted version, right? <laughs> kind of, we worked our way up to point break. We got through speed. Ooh. It's going to take a while for us, some of us to get to, you know, John Wick and Matrix level, Neo. But uh, <laughs> we're all on different tiers of the same growth evolution scale here. So it just, yeah, that's my tie-in. You can't leave who you are. I, you can't. Yeah. We're proudly DJs, and I think that's why we get along so well in the room and why DJ yeah. and TV has been such an amazing supporter of who we are. It's in yes. their name as well as ours. The first mm -hmm. two letters of our name and their name are the same. We're all DJs, and that's the beauty of it. Go ahead, hey, Bill. I'm going to throw a postscript onto Jay's clothes, if I may. Um, earlier, Jay mentioned that your, your best show was your last show. One of the mm -hmm. things that keeps me going and keeps me wanting to do this is that, it, it, and I know the guy who I can quote from this, I don't know who he stole it from, uh, but my high school theater teacher taught me that your next performance should be your next best performance. 
That's a good one. Very and, good. Or your best, you know, you, you should be putting your out your best performance in your next show. And the only thing so, is, yeah. This is going to be tough on Alex get to top this now for closing. If he can't, uh, I got another one. That's all right, Jay. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. Uh the time the time to call it quits is when the uh the bad times outweigh the good times. You know? when, mm. when you when you have the high, you know, but the lows outweigh it, you know, for whatever reason, that's when you should quit. Mm-hmm. The mm. pleasure and pain index. Yeah. yeah. If you hear the divinals playing in the background, <laughs> see well, how I, I touch myself? No, the other one. So that was always playing. <laughs> you hear that one? Does now, that mean Anthony Brown heard him? <laughs> I, I love these shows where there's a, there's always a lot of wisdom and a lot of laughter at the same time and i think that's why we get the viewers that we do so thank you all very much for tuning in and thank you brian um for having the same idea at the same time and yes, thanks for stealing my idea <laughs> <laughs> no, no i just think it's cool that We've it's not it's not the first or the tenth time this has happened. That's true. I, I, I love it. It's just uh, yeah. So I'm whatever. I got to be Johnny on the spot tomorrow night. Come up with something to talk about. We'll figure it out. Oh well, then I'm gonna have to try to read your mind and then maybe uh, yeah. Better, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thanks again. We'll see you Bye. next week.